This is Yemen News, and my name is Alex Williams. We share here on this podcast the uh, Yemen news by the Yemeni people. We hope to hear different stories from different demographic of people. Yesterday, we heard of the first case of COVID-19 inside of Yemen. It started in the eastern part of the country. We heard yesterday from Anwad, who's working in humanitarian aid in Hadramaun. And he was telling us how he also heard firsthand um, from a city, from the port city of Shahr, which is near Mukalla. Uh, the man was 60 years old and he was taken to be quarantined um, inside of Mukalla. Now, you know, as we can imagine, he also had many friends that he was in contact with, and a lot of them are also being quarantined. So currently, the that area is being is basically in lockdown. And the government is doing its best to give life-saving assistance uh, to those people. Uh, you also heard last week, um, I believe it was on Wednesday, there was a possible truce uh, between the two warring parties. And as you can imagine, that still has taken time to see. Uh, today, we're going to hear from a lady. Her name is Malak. Uh, she's actually from the city of Taiz. Um, and we hope to hope to get her on a call today and and talk to her a little bit about what she's doing. Uh, the city of Thais is in the center central part of the country, and so let's try to get her here on a call um, tonight. Let's see if it'll work for us. Hello, Malak. Hello. Yes, hello, Malak. Hi. Yes, how are you? I'm good. Thank you. How are you? Good. Uh, Malak, uh, we're here, as you know, in this program, we're wanting to hear from from people from inside of Yemen. Uh, we hear lots of different news and uh, it's always good for us to hear, you know, from people inside of the country. So maybe start by telling us a little bit about yourself, maybe where you're from and just a little bit, anything you want to tell us about yourself. Uh, okay, my name is Malaka Sabri. I'm a Yemeni girl living in uh, Taiz. Uh, I'm from a, a small village in Taiz called uh, Saber. I'm 20 years old, and uh, now I'm, I'm working. I'm currently working in a, in a local NGO in Taiz called Yemen Bijan. Um, what else? Well, that's great. I mean, I've been to your. You know, I've spent a lot of time in Taiz. Yeah, it, it's really beautiful and especially Subud, you know, we mm-hmm. used to go up to the mountain there and you basically, okay. Stiz is a city that's, uh, for those listening to us, Stiz is a city that's on the foothill of some mountains, of the Subud mountains. Now tell me, you yeah. said you work for Yemen Vision. Uh, tell us a little bit of some of the initiatives that you're involved with. Uh, what does your day look like? Okay. Um, as I told you, currently I'm working with uh, Yemen Vision, but before that, I was also volunteering in, uh, in some, you know, in- initiatives. But in general, my um, I personally prefer you know to work in a volunteering work. Uh, for example, in the beginning of the war, I was volunteering as a nurse in one of the local hospitals in Tech. Uh during the outbreak of uh, dengue fever, and I was like a nurse there, and. Um, I tried you know, to help doctors uh, because at that time doctors were, uh, you know, most of them were, uh, you know, fled the country and they were in the villages. So there was a lack uh, of uh, doctors and nurses. So that's why I was like a volunteering there. 
uh, working with Yemen Vision, um, I work in, in different, uh, you know, sectors, especially in, uh, in the logistics sectors, which is um, a sector uh, mainly focusing on receiving containers from, from uh, donors um, all over the world. Uh, and uh, we receive uh, different items, uh, for example, medical items, uh, food items, etc. So, and, uh, so Malak, let me ask you a question. You know, you mentioned you started off working as a volunteer nurse, and you were uh, yeah. you were part of the response when they had the dengue outbreak, and also I understood there was a cholera outbreak as well in Thais. Um, yeah. you know, you've been dealing with people from the villages, as you said, just now you said that there's very little resources out in the villages, you know, tell me a little bit mm -hmm. about like, you know, we don't know what it's like to be on the field. Tell me some, tell me a little bit like what these people are like, you know, tell me something, you know, to give us an idea of what life is like out there in the villages in this central part of Thais. Uh, first of all, I would like to mention that uh, Thai city is still, you know, facing and uh, you know facing this uh, continuous war since you know 2015, and uh, the city until uh, today it is still uh, trapped, and the main roads are blocked, so uh, it's very difficult, you know, to move. Uh, you know, the city has been, you know, divided, divided into two parts, and it's very difficult, you know, to move from part to another. It takes like you know three to five hours. And uh, my, uh, during my experience working in the hospital, and actually during the, uh, you know, bench fever, it was like, um, it was very difficult experience because I witnessed, you know, uh, how hospitals, you know, needing basic needs of uh, every hospital because um, there were not enough, uh, there were not enough supplies, there were not enough uh, medical, uh, there were not enough, uh, you know, doctors. So uh, the situation was very tragic. And, um, you know, uh, doctors were actually doing their best uh, to save the lives of people there, but unfortunately, you know, the you know they were uh, they were lack of, of everything there. Right, and so you know your experience there with cholera and your experience with dengue. You know, mm. now we've understood. We heard that just yesterday there's the first uh, case yeah. of COVID nineteen. What do you feel yeah. is you know, what, what do you feel is, you know, what's, what's it like there in Thais and how can, how can organizations outside of Yemen, international NGOs and different partners, you know, stand with the Yemeni people? Okay. Uh, as I mentioned that, you know, the whole status in Yemen and particularly in Thais is uh, totally destroyed. You know, there is, we need basic things in Thailand. And uh, before even the COVID-19 uh, arrived in Yemen, we were praying that this disease doesn't come to Yemen because the, the scenario will be different uh, in Yemen um, than the other countries. Because of the, as I told you, uh, people in Yemen, for example, I will, I, will, I will tell you a story that happened uh, to my family, you know, uh, till, you know, yesterday it was a fighting in 10 April. And, uh, and unfortunately, I lost one of my relatives there. Uh, so, uh, his, you know, his father was trying to, uh, to save his life and took him to many, uh, many local hospitals in the city. But unfortunately, uh, no one hospital has, you know, an oxygen cylinder. And unfortunately, uh, he died. 
And did so, you did uh, I understand correctly? I'm sorry to interrupt, Malag, but did you say that you lost a family member yesterday? Yeah, he's my little friend. There was a fighting yesterday in St. Apple, and uh, I lost my relative. His father, you know, uh, was trying to, uh, he took him and trying to, uh, you know, get him, you know, uh, to save his life. And he took him to many hospitals, but unfortunately, no hospital in Saad has uh, an oxygen cylinder. And at uh, the end, he died. That's, uh, so, that's, yeah. that's really sad to hear. And, you know, that's very difficult and I appreciate you sharing that with us and you know helping us to understand that you know even if there are volunteers there isn't always the medical material you know the oxygen yeah. you know that's there yeah. you were saying Malak yeah there is uh, you know the basic things are not available the oxygen and you know, the PPE is not available, available for doctors and um, little on the spread of uh, COVID-19 it requires us to it requires the doctors actually to be well armed with this, you know, occupation because uh, it is uh, quickly spread uh, among people, and uh, I think it is it, the situation will be very difficult in Yemen. As I told you, the scenario will be different from the other countries because we need the you know the basic needs of uh, of uh, medical. So I want I really want my listeners to hear that you know Malak is. You know, this is firsthand. We're hearing how, you know, prior, you know, she was dealing with dengue and cholera. And even just yesterday, you know, we're sad to hear of your family member dying just because they're, he didn't have oxygen. And and so I understand yeah. that partners can, you know, I'll put a link, you know, where, uh, you know, at least people can write if they're interested. Um, besides personal protective equipment. Um, which is a, probably a big need, you know, as, as you go and you, 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 you know, you respond to the COVID-19, uh, you know, what else is, is important for partners to donate if they wanted to donate? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, I think, uh, one of the main things is the medical supplies, for example, uh, not only for those doctors, also for, for, uh, the people in Yemen. But the masks are not available, literally uh, masks of N95. Um, they're not available in, in, in Taiz. And if, if it's available in other cities, it's very expensive. Um, you know, also the, the gloves and uh, all this equipment, you know, uh, like the, the other medical things are not, you know, available. And if, if it's available in other cities, it's very, exp it's very expensive. Right. No, no one can buy it. Yeah. Well, Malak, I don't want to take more of your time this evening. Um, I really appreciate you getting on the call. Um, I hope you have some time with your family and, you know, to, to mourn your, your, your family member. And, uh, okay. and I appreciate you sharing with us and everyone listening, you know, what the situation is like in Thais. Cause sometimes we hear, we hear certain things on the news, like the war, there's a truth, but then we, you know, this is why I like to get on the line with people that are there in the city, uh, to hear what's, mm -hmm. you know, what's really happening on the ground. So Malak, thank you. Thank you for everything you're doing with Yemen vision. And, and, uh, I think we're, we'll probably get on a call with you at some other point. Cause there's still a lot of, a lot of questions that, that I have, and I'm sure our, our, our listeners have as well. You're welcome at any time. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Malak. Take care of yourself.
Thank you very much. Bye-bye. And that was uh, Malak uh, from the city of Taiz. Um, you know, she experienced uh, just tragedy yesterday with a family member, um, you know, that passed away. And, and uh, it was really because they couldn't, they couldn't find uh, more oxygen in the city. Um, you know, this is very sad, you know, when, when there can be a response, but it's, it's a matter sometimes of just material. And you can imagine, you know, as the cases, you know, increase in Yemen, how they need, um, just a practical response. Um, and so I just want to leave it there today. I was listening to, uh, one of the briefings from the government and he ended with uh, just a simple saying, it said, may God keep Yemen and the great people of Yemen. And I think we hear that often from different countries and, and God bless America. And, and I heard the Yemeni say, he said about his country, he said, may God keep Yemen and the great people in Yemen, the great people of Yemen. And so, yeah, we just uh, were thinking about Malak and we're thinking you know, if you're out there and you um, have resources or you know people, you know, you feel free to reach out to me and, and uh, you know, we can talk about it and, and help to uh, to support people like Malak that are out there. So, well, so that's it for me today on April 11th. It'll probably go out either really late on the 11th or early on the 12th. And so I'll keep you updated and we'll continue to talk to Yemenis and hearing about their stories inside the country. My name is Alex Williams, and uh, this is Yemen News. Mm-hmm.